Welcome to the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. We help you put social media to work for your church. Social media is your opportunity to engage your community all week long, reach new people, and start new conversations. Every week, we bring you a dose of practical, tactical, skill-building training as we talk to communicators, church leaders, and members of our team. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session. Hey folks, it's that time again. Kenny Jang here with Church Butler's Lunch and Learn podcast. Um, I am sitting here with um, a good friend of mine, someone that I've developed a relationship over the interwebs, and um, I can say someone you really need to know yourself. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say hello to Trey Van Camp. How are you doing, Trey? Fantastic, man. Welcome to the show. And let's get right to it. Before we get started, I want you to give out your digits. Tell us how to find you, how to look you up, where you live, um, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, you can find me at, at Trey Van Camp on everything. So I'm on Instagram and YouTube mainly. I'm on LinkedIn now more and more because of you, literally because of you. And I'm going to give you one more piece of credit. I'm on TikTok because of you. Yes. So enough of uh, helping your ego out. Yeah. So yeah, Trey, T-R-E-Y, and it's three words, Trey Van Camp, but you're camping in a van. So I have a YouTube blog that I've done for about three years now. Nice. Um, before we get off into the real story, what do you, what's your first 30 second impression of TikTok? Useful, not useful from a church's church communicator's point of view, what should they be looking at? Um, yeah, I, it hasn't been edifying for me to be on TikTok. So I am just uploading and walking away. <laughs> uh, that is one thing I've learned quickly. Uh, but virality, oh my goodness, it is so easy to get a lot of views and attention. And so yeah. it's like the early days of uh, all the social networks. So that's what I love about it. And you don't even have to be that good at this point, especially in the Christian world right now. Like nobody's really doing it. So it's easy to kind of go big quick. So I think everybody should jump on it. So um, what is your, how do they look you up on TikTok? Uh, it's, I believe it's still at Trey Van Camp. What I'm going to do, Kenny, is I'm thinking of an intro right now, but I want to say uh, like a rhyme worth your time. And I'm going to talk about one of my rhymes from the previous Sunday or whatever and kind of expound on it a little bit and then be done. So it's going to be quick, upbeat, and kind of a good word of encouragement for them. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. You've got um, one. <laughs> you got one video, but you got pretty good traction. Um, almost yeah. nine. 9,000 views. I don't know how old this video is. Uh, yeah, I think like 451 week, hearts, 51 shares. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, so I've been out of town all week, so I just got in, so I'm going to produce some more. How, how old is this video? Like a week and a half. That's it, and you've got 9,000 views right. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I talked about TikTok at that church conference, and I'm giving a webinar soon. My thesis is that you shouldn't jump on TikTok just because it's the latest thing, but you need to look at it. You need to understand that many majority of culture now is adopting short form video, whether it's TikTok, whether it's stories, uh, the Vine days, all that stuff is happening right now. And yeah. uh, I'm glad to see peers like Trade like actually just testing it out, testing the waters. One of the one of the accounts that I like is the Washington Post, Trey. You should look up the Washington mm -hmm. Post. You know, the stodgy okay. newspaper? Um, yeah. They have a hilarious account that, to me, what it's doing is, the Washington Post is this, like, old fogey type of media. 
they've humanized their staff and their reporters. And now it makes me want to like actually read some stuff by the reporters that you see on TikTok. It's really interesting. Mm. Um, and so it's really shaping and humanizing who they are behind the camera. So anyway, okay, that's great. Um, moving right along. One of the things I want to talk to you about today is because I'm working with a couple of churches. Um, and one of the things that we are trying to do is what I call the paparazzi effect. Paparazzi yeah. are known for what? They're known for leaving no stone unturned, right? Um, mm. And that's what you need to do on your church website and your social media is because the decision maker, and many times for families, it's the mom in the family, right? The decision right. maker needs to really see and be confident that they're going to they're gonna take a risk on Sunday if they're bringing the whole family there. They're going to load up the minivan, pack all the snacks, and bring all the diapers and come to church. They need Absolutely. To, they need the confidence instead of a blank screen where there's, there's no photos, there's no description, there's nothing about your children's ministry. And this is just one example. Um, if you're going to do that, then you're leaving it to their imagination. And that's not a good thing because especially with churches, there's usually baggage attached with people's memories. And especially for right. someone um, like yours, if, it's, if you're going into a movie theater for a church, uh, people don't know what to think, and they're like, "Am I going to leave my kids on the sticky floor with soda and popcorn?" In between, right? Like, they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so, you need the paparazzi principle. I think is to really show them that it's a vibrant, dynamic, fun place. It's the place that they they understand because they've been to the movie theater many times. And one of the things that you do really well, Trey, on your site is the video that I believe you start at the curb at the parking lot. And you're inviting mm -hmm. the person along to say, hey, come on in. And you literally walk them through the doors, the ticket. You, I think you even say you don't have to buy a ticket because I think that's one yep. of the common things for movie theater churches. Do I have to buy a ticket to get in? Do I have to buy mm -hmm. the popcorn and the combo and upsell that to get in? Yeah. Um, if I don't upsize, do I get saved? <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, so that, you do a great job in that short video. And I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but that video is not that long either, right? It, it's not it's like three a, minutes. a video. It's just three minutes. Okay, so I want to talk about that because that to me is what every church should be doing. Whether you're, whether you're in a movie theater or not, most churches are not doing what you accomplished in that video. Can you just yeah. share a little bit about what your intent was and what is accomplished in the three minutes? Yeah. So it really arose from a need because I realized a lot of people had false assumptions about church at the movies. And so it really bothered me. And I thought, obviously, it's too late if I'm telling them while they're at the theater why this is still a great place to come. They're not coming at all. So I have been vlogging for two and a half, three years now. So I thought, how can I use my vlog style and really reach out to people? Because I think the combination here is that personal is more powerful than professional. So I wanted to teach people what it looked like to come to our church, but in a fun, engaging, artistic way. And so, uh, so what I did actually is I, the first five seconds is an attention grabber. It's a drone shot of the theater. And then it, I pull out and say, Hey, are you in the Queen Creek area? Um, you know, I, I believe we have a church just for you. In fact, a lot of people have questions at a movie theater. So let me just show you myself. And I do a cool transition where now I'm in the parking lot. I talk about, you know, what it looks like to be in a parking lot. I walk through, show them the entrance. A lot of people have questions about the ticketing. And I even talk about, and I think this is helpful. I'm a church plant, so I'm not fully confident yet in everything that we do. Like, you know, we don't have enough people. There's some, like, just weaknesses we inherently have. You know, we don't have a lot of money. I talk about those. Like, I talk about, hey, 
here's our kids ministry. And to be honest, if you're in this age, we actually have them in the theater. And like, I, I kind of even get vulnerable with them in a way that says like, we don't want to, we don't want to act like this is the greatest thing on earth. Does this make sense? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, I don't want to act like when you come, everything's like, it is fantastic. I, trying to help describe this well but i'm realistic so like here's you're, what it is here's you're what doing you what i say right you're doing the paparazzi principle you're literally showing them what to expect and then when they get there there will be no surprises i even yes i even talk about how long the service is what a typical service format looks like i tell them about the box they're getting and then what's fun though is i say hey i'll have this red box when you come but I'm not going to show you what's inside unless you come. And so that's like the part that like all the church leaders message me, what's in that red box. And so it's been fun because I've had so many church leaders sign up on the plan your visit. Cause they want to see what the email looks like and all this stuff. And so I actually realized how can I help the church make these videos? And so that's why I made a, uh, I, I made a quick course on it to help people. Cause I really do think like, uh, we just had a uh, newcomers dessert at our house a few weeks ago and literally 90% of the new people that have came to our church. I asked everybody, you know, how'd you hear about us? 90% of them were YouTube or Facebook on, on the ad. So we actually split it. We do just as much That's money towards great. Facebook, just as much money towards YouTube. And they say, yeah, I watched that and I couldn't stop watching it. And what's fun is they click to learn more. And so on the plan your visit page, it says, hey, sign up. How many kids do you have? All that. But I also put, by the way, our pastor's a blogger. If you want to watch more of this kind of video, click here. And now they start to get to know me. It's been so fun. You know, like they really feel this connection before they even step foot into the church. I love it. So this is what I want. This is why I brought you on here because you are. So first of all, um, I just had a consultation with the church. And I pulled up your YouTube video. We all watched it together in the conference room. And I said, go rip them off and, and figure out how to create your own version of this. I love the fact nice. that you have this resource that literally slows it down, breaks it down, and walks people through the process of creating their own little video. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. What to expect um, in, if they're gonna sign up for that. And okay. you know, what, what are they gonna be able to produce after walking through that course and resource with you? Yeah, so the course is actually at blogyourministry.com. I have a few courses there. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, it says how to create a stunning church welcome video. And so click on that. It's just 20 bucks. And so I thought it was a fair price. Uh, what we actually want to do, if we get more people to join, we actually want to do a monthly Q&A and just kind of help get on Zoom and help answer any questions you may have. But in it, I kind of address the philosophy behind it. So here's some wording. Here's why I started the video this way. I talked about the elements I wanted to talk about. So I really showed the behind the scenes. Here's why, here's what I didn't want to include because it just wasn't worth it. Here's why I included this. And then I actually show the editing side. So I talk about um, the importance of being a beat. I give people songs that they could use. Here, just use this song, it's free. Um, and so like I try to help as much as I can without actually making the video for them. I just kind of show, it's quite a few videos walking through step-by-step like hopefully by the end of it, if you follow all the videos, like you are done and you have your own video. Nice. Now, um, let's set expectations. It, do they need expensive camera equipment and lighting and sound? Like, do they need an extra sound guy with that bar with the fuzzy mic and all that kind of stuff? What, what do they need? Right. So they literally just need an iPhone. So I really what? think. You only need an iPhone? You're saying you can create that? You can create a, a, a welcome Absolutely. to my church video with, a, with an iPhone? 
I think so. I think the editing software, I'm on that side where it'd be helpful if you do have some editing software, but video quality wise, it's almost to your advantage that you have something that looks iPhone-y. So I did the vlog style. I have seen plan your visit videos and they're too professional. So that's why I say personal is more powerful than professional. Show, break the fourth wall, right? Hold it, like really use that vlogging style to your advantage. People connect with it so much faster. Yes. They already have all these assumptions about church. Get as personal as possible. So that's why I say I prefer an iPhone rather than a tripod shot. Welcome to this church. Like that's not gonna work. I say opinion. the only equipment you need to buy is this $5 pop socket. I actually have a back nice. church. Justin, you need to thank me. I've got a back church conference pop socket on. <laughs> but I feel yeah, like yeah. that's the only equipment you need to hold it steady, right? Really? Right. No, truly. absolutely. Yeah. I, okay. I must admit, I use my Sony camera so and a Rode mic, absolutely. but you can use, but I had it. So, but you can use a phone for but sure. The, but I do have is, one hack. Okay, go ahead. Wait, wait. My point is, I just, again, I, I'm dwelling on this because I vlog every day on LinkedIn. I upgraded to uh, a, a Hero Black, 7 Black, which has ultra stabilization, yeah. GoPro. And I was going to go to a DSLR. And then I realized people started asking about my equipment, and that's all they worried about, and not about mm. the storytelling, and not about the, the, the topics, or not about the ins and outs. And so I, I went back to vlogging with my iPhone because people are getting distracted by the equipment. There really are, right? I, I'm sure it's right. the same with you that people constantly ask oh, about man. vlogging and they keep on asking about equipment and then they never do it. You'll meet them three months later, six months later, a year later, and they never did it. And I'm saying it's, you have yeah. your camera in your pocket, start vlogging now, start doing something now. And so that's why I just want to make sure that the expectations, if you're going to get this course for $20, they don't need to buy anything else, right? Like they, whatever they have, if they have a whole production right. studio and a team, or if they just have a phone, they can get it done, correct? Correct, it's actually funny. I've created that culture in the Blogger Ministry course. You know, we also have like an actual course on just blogging your ministry. And I say, guys, I'll talk about anything, not gear. It's not worth it. You can Google it real quick. That is a distraction. What's more important is storytelling. What's more important is the philosophy behind connecting with people that is what you need because you can talk about gear all day and never actually get anything done. Yes. I feel like that's one of those, like we need big tattoos on everyone's head. that says stop thinking about gear, start thinking about story. Right. Like, just right. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So I've never shared this before with anybody. Okay. Exclusive back. Give it exclusively to you and your people. Okay. So I just did it this last week and we're already seeing results literally. So that video I created, and in yeah. fact, I might add a video on this course to tell people about it. The video I created, I had it, I was in my actually studio, um, the beginning part of it, and then I say, boom, and then and I, when I pull back up, I'm in the parking lot. So what I'm doing is I am making 10 different intros. So that whole two minutes and 30 seconds, I don't touch. It's always the same. But the first 30 seconds is always different. So I made a video that said, are you new in the area of Queen Creek? Blah, 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 blah. Let me show you the movie theater. Boom. And now I Facebook ad, YouTube ad, just those who are new in my area. Then I also did another one. If you're in your 20s and in Queen Creek, I think our church is for you. Boom. Now I'm back in the parking lot. And so, so I'm zeroing in on just those people and I'm calling them out and saying, hey, like I could even go as far as to say, like, are you a Broncos fan? You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I pick Broncos. I don't care about them. But you can get so detailed and it catches their attention. So that's what I'm starting to do. We're coming up with all, 
you know, we have a lot of LDS Mormons in our area. Yeah. Are you just leaving the Mormon faith? We love to talk about that a lot. Let me show you what our church looks like. Boom. So you start in the parking lot. So I can always change this intro. What's most important is I don't gain or lose a lot of weight so that there's a lot of continuity there. <laughs> My haircut needs to be the same because I filmed that a year ago. But thankfully, haircut was about the same and nobody noticed. And um, the other hack is in those first 30 seconds, make it subtitle and make it big so that people read it because they're not li and then they'll then they'll like it and then they'll put on the sound so those are the two hacks i haven't told anything anybody about so so I think and, and i think the transition i don't remember but one of the transition is you basically cover the camera lens like this right and then you're basically covering covering uncovering it in the parking lot no i don't think so i uh i do the uh where i i have it in this position and yeah. i tilt my camera down and so now I go to the next location and now pull it back up. So then it boom, boom. And then my body, everything looks the same, except now I'm in and everything around me is different. Uh, so that's the transition I use. I'm going to use that tomorrow on my vlog. I, I, also, I also do the spin where uh, all of a sudden I spin and in the middle of the spin, it goes to the new place. So those are the transitions I like. Uh, to so, use. so when you're spinning with a camera, it kind of, it goes fast, it blurs. And then and right. the, in the next clip, you spin again, you stop and you continue to talk. You don't need any extra effects. You just have to split it right in the middle of that spin. You, you clip that, and then in the next middle of that next spin, you clip it, you put them together, and you can't even tell the difference. Dude, you, you should build a course just on transitions like that. That's like gold. Yeah, it's in the vlogger ministry course, but <laughs> the, the main one, yeah, the, side, the group one. Uh, but I love but that. Yeah. So, again, um, all you did was you put, put the camera down, and then when you came back up, you were in a different place. It's like movie magic. Right. Uh, and so great. it really looks like it was planned. Yeah. And like totally seamless together. So, do so that, that, I think it's a good I, hack. I love that because we all know that the first eight, 10 seconds is what you need to grab people's attention and yeah. calling them out, their target audience, their demographic, the persona or their interest, their affinity uh, or their felt need is something that you can do on the front end and then just create multiple videos basically in, in bulk exactly right yep. you can sit there and just record like 10 different intros all at once in one day and then go yep. back to editing and re-edit uh, the the rest of the video exactly that's, that's uh pretty smart trey pretty smart that's the kenny jang type level intelligence right there <laughs> that i tapped into um well i appreciate you again i think it's one of those things where you have been so generous um and we were joking before all these tricks are, are all these you know industry um, you know behind the scenes reveals are great, as long as you don't plant the church in the theater next to Trey. <laughs> in the same theater, yeah. Right? Use this unless you meet in the same theater that I meet in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then we have to talk a little bit, but uh, other than yeah, that, then we'll talk. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Trey, so much for sharing um, some of your Absolutely. wisdom and this the hack. I, that hack is great. I just um, my mind is spinning. I think I'm going to start to use that. You're going to see Good. that on my blog um, on the Daily KJTV. This has been great. So um, once again, let's wrap up. Where can they get the course uh, for the welcome video? Because I think that's the most important thing. All websites yeah. need to have that a version of that welcome video. Every single website. Yeah, it, I mean, honestly, if you're good enough, just look me up and, and, and go on YouTube, Passion Creek Welcome Video, 
and you can just emulate it just by seeing what I did. But if you want more of the behind the scenes, I'd love to help you. Um, and it's at vlogyourministry.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. It's the last option. It's just a $20 package. And then uh, you'll immediately have access to all the course. Gotcha. So, And then what is your preferred, I mean, there's so many options in social media right now. What's the preferred way for someone to reach out to you if they had a question or they, you know, just all of a sudden, uh, fell in love with the Trey Van Camp that we see on YouTube every day. Yeah, yeah. So outside of YouTube, I love, I actually, I'm quickest in, uh, replying on Instagram DMs, but I'm trying to get back in that Twitter world. So Twitter as well. So Instagram or Twitter, hit me up with the DMs. I'd love to go back and forth. Not for sure. Okay. Now, so you real, we were about to end the show. You just reeled me back in. Uh, I love Twitter. Uh, that was my favorite when I first started on social media. It's been a long time favorite platform. Why is Twitter not dead? Why have you gone back to Twitter? I You're obviously love Twitter. Finding some value there, right? What's the value? It's probably, and it's probably not just spewing one to many, like just as a megaphone. What's the value right. to you? I love it. Uh, Gary V refers it as like cooler talk. So I'm able to, any kind of topic, I can just jump right in and, and actually give my two cents and then learn from people. So I love the, just the community at large. I love learning. And I feel like that's more of a platform where people really succinctly try to talk about what they're learning and really talk about deep discussions. So I enjoy that. Also, uh, the way I communicate, I love to come up with craft statements that are like 140 characters or less. So I thought it would be a natural venue for me to start putting my content on there more. And I just love, I love reading threads. I love engaging with threads. I just think it's a great way to actually interact with ideas and get instant yeah. feedback and the actual community rather than just posting something and not really hearing from the people talking about it. Love it, love it. Love your thoughts. Love your just whole posture and attitude to communicating um, both in the pulpit and out of the pulpit trade. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Um, and for those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us on this journey as we cross the interwebs visiting with uh, super slick, handsome uh, experts like Trey Van Camp, um, learning the, <laughs> the behind the scenes and the, the hacks that they're willing to share with us. This is the place for you to learn. Use it selfishly. Those of you that have actually DM'd me and, and reached out for the conversation um, have brought guests like Trey here. So if you've got a topic, uh, a question about social media that you want us to explore, please let me know so that we can do that together and we can all grow together. So um, thanks so much. My name is Kenny Jang. Uh, check out the website churchbutler.com. Our blog is where all the transcripts and other episodes live. Um, and you can look us up anywhere that you listen to audio with the Church Butler Launch and Learn podcast. Until next time, remember, be social, stay social. Stay social. If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share resources like today's Lunch and Learn with more church communicators across the country. The best way for you to help is to thumb up this episode and leave some feedback on iTunes. It really makes a difference. And for more information on our online training platform and done-for-you social media graphic services, visit our website at www.butler.church. Connect with us on our blog, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter using our handle at The Church Butler. Don't forget to join us every week right here for our next installment of the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast.